0: Welcome to the Human Design and Beyond podcast with your hosts, Leslie Wegleitner and Lori Wakefield. In these podcasts, we discuss all things related to human design. It's here where we share our knowledge, insights, and experiences. Join us as we dive into authentic conversations about letting go of resistance, identifying conditioning, and so much more. Our goal for you is to live in alignment with your unique human design. These quick bouts of inspiration will bring forward things to contemplate about your individual charts and inspire experiences in your everyday life to support your journey.
1: Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Lori.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Leslie.
1: So at the end of our, our first episode, we, uh, so we were going to be talking about the fears associated with GATE 18 in this episode But we've actually decided to expand this episode to also include the fear gates associated with gate 28. But before we dive into those gates, we're going to give a quick review of what we covered in episode one about the fears of the splenic center. We said that they're physical in nature and that they're fears that are a byproduct of our awareness of what's going on around us in the world. Basically, things that threaten our survival. They push us to take action and to do what's necessary to ensure our survival. It's not always a life or death thing, but can be more a sen- of a sense of well-being trying to keep us operating at our peak level so we can thrive and survive. Leslie, do you want to recap how our fears, uh, how fears show up in the Splenic Center or maybe give an example of, of it?
0: Sure. So what I've noticed is how our bodies give us signals and show us signs through being uncomfortable when we start to feel fear. If we lack the awareness to these sensations within the body, we are unable to acknowledge the wisdom our body is truly giving us behind the fear. So here's a quick example. Um, So you're invited to start a business with someone, and the initial body response is of excitement. This excitement may vary in length depending upon your authority, but the next acknowledgement will be the not-self mind chattering about all that that could go wrong. So it could kind of sound like this, so give up my job, my secure income, I am miserable at my job, what if the business doesn't work, Um, what will I do then, and on and on. So the mind will definitely give us lots of uncertainty to ponder, but always remember to come back to the strategy and authority. The body never lies and it will always direct us correctly. And when these fears show up and create confusion, they can stop us from moving forward in life. Uh, we choose a safe decision of what we know and block the original excitement we felt. The more we become familiar with our individual process of using strategy and authority, we will see the purpose of this process and how these fears are valuable when experiencing life. Fears will never disappear or the sensations that, they, that happen in the body, but gaining the understanding of the fear sensations in the body is what enriches life. So Laura, do you want to start us out by talking about the um, fear gate of 18 of authority?
1: Sure. Um, So we're going to take a look at, actually a look at a couple of fears that are associated with gate 18, the fear of authority and the fear of imperfection. Gate 18 is part of the collective circuit in the understanding sub-circuit. It's also half of the channel 1858, which is the channel of judgment. So one of the uh, fears of gate 18, the fear of authority is the fear of authority. And the theme of the gate is to work on what has been spoiled. I've had a really hard time, like, well, I've had to spend some time with this to try to make sense out of it. Like, what does that mean? Um, but the way I understand it is, is um, that we have to look at our relationship with our parents from the time we were born. Sometimes we get to a point where we start to see their flaws and imperfections and realize that they don't know everything but we've been influenced and conditioned by them throughout our lives. And we've adopted certain values, opinions, beliefs, et cetera, that have be, have been deeply ingrained. And if we start to see inconsistencies or things we don't agree with anymore or things that need to be corrected, it's something that we may look at as being spoiled. The theme of gate 18 is work on what has been spoiled. But I'm not sure if, those, like if the way I'm trying to explain it makes sense, but basically um, – it's a correction made to something we've learned from our parents because we now see it as being incorrect or wrong. If, if you substitute the word uh, "spoiled" with the word "conditioning," it would be working on what you've been and how you've been conditioned instead of working on what has been spoiled. If that makes better sense, <laughs> um, whether you have this gate defined or not, you'll experience the energy of the gate. If you have it defined in your chart, you'll experience it consistently. And if it's not defined in your chart, you'll, you'll experience the energy of this gate during planetary transits or when you're around other people who have it defined. It just won't be a fixed energy in your chart. There are two other fears associated with gate 18. It's known as the gate of correction. People who have this gate defined are not only able to see imperfections, they're also able to see how patterns can be improved and corrected. The fear sometimes associated with is the fear of imperfection, the fear that something will never be right or perfect or as close to perfect as possible. People who have the eight, gate 18 defined can be idealistic, critical, and judgmental because they seek perfection. This can sometimes lead to being judged by others because other people aren't always ready to listen to them about how patterns can be corrected. So a fear of being judged by others can also develop over time. One way to avert this is um, if you have this gate defined is to wait for people to ask for your insights or opinions. That's because it's a projected energy, which means it works best when it's invited. Is there anything, um, anything else you'd like to add to that, Leslie?
0: Um, I guess I would add uh, people who have this gate have pressure to see things that can be improved and want to bring change that will benefit everyone. So some, sometimes this can feel to others like they are complainers, or Ra would calls it the bitching gate. But it is part of their frequency to see these patterns, the correction, and also to challenge the authority in order to make sure, at least try to make sure, um, to acquire a secure structure and pattern that will improve life. So, Loria, I feel pretty complete with gate 18. How about you?
1: Yeah, I think we pretty well covered it. So um, I think we can move on to gate 28 then. Um, Leslie, why don't you begin?
0: Okay, sounds good. So the next fear gate we're discussing is gate 28. And being still in the splenic center, it will also be about the survival instinct and physical well-being with um, emphasis on the body awareness. So gate 28 is known as the fear of death. It is part of the individual circuit group um in the subcircuit of knowing. The other half of the channel is 38, which completes a channel of struggle. The individual gate 28 is called preponderance of the great. It is about knowing in the now and if that knowing has enough value or purpose to struggle for. Or you could also say finding enough value in life beyond just surviving. In general life is a struggle. So being in a physical body and to be alive can be a struggle. So this fear gate wonders if, if it truly is worth the struggle. At its core, it is all about knowing what is worth struggling for. Um, gate 28 is also an acoustic intelligence and designed to keep us safe in the now. This ongoing process of change and evolution we operate within from the awareness of potential of listening is um, so we can, um, we take the best possible risks. We can become preoccupied, preoccupied by wondering if life has value depending upon the fear of taking risk or not taking risk. Without purpose, life's challenges can bring out a deep melancholy that creates a state of being that is life, if life is always a struggle. The splenic center provides us with an intuitive instinct to have the potential to survive through struggle. The individual circuitry has a chemistry that carries a mutative pulse of either deep melancholy, or a creativity that is inherent in the body. The fear of time outside of the present moment is what troubles anyone that has a def- definition in this individual circuitry. What C- gate 28 is seeking is purpose. Its fear is driven by the fear of life running out. Physical death is not what it's all about. It's fear lies in the idea life will be, can be, and is without purpose. It is truly a deep fear within all of us, Being in the individual circuitry creates a yearning through self to find what is purposeful. The process it brings a person that carries this frequency through is into loving what they do, through loving who they are, and also through loving life. It is through the risk-taking of Gate 28 that results in them loving what they do, which brings, ultimately, them their purpose. The direction it can take one in is into the deep fear and struggle that life is about survival. It creates a questioning if there is more than that to life. This fear brings about one to search the depths in order to be able to find answers that bring a sense of fulfillment and purpose. Lori, is there anything that you would like to add about 28, Gate 28?
1: Um, there are actually a couple of things that I, I'd like to mention. Um, one thing, you actually kind of touched on it already, but um, it's it's something that I've, it's the, the term that's used. It's something that I've had a hard time trying to I wouldn't say hard, but it's something I've I've like had to contemplate to understand what it actually means. And it has to do it's the sometimes referred to as the as the game player. And like when I heard that the first time I was like, oh, well, what is what does that mean? <laughs> so after contemplating for a while, um, I understand it this way. It's, it, it, and it's associated with risk-taking, which you already talked about, but there is risk-taking associated with gate 28 in the quest to find purpose or meaning. Um, you can question whether life has meaning or purpose if you don't take risks, but there are times when you have to take risks in order to move forward with things. Another thing I wanted to mention uh, is that people who have gate 28 to find can become incredibly wise about purpose and meaning in life. Um, things like what's worth struggling for and what's worth hanging on to. Um, That's about all I have to say. Uh, Did you want to add anything else, Leslie?
0: No, I I feel pretty complete with that.
1: Okay. Well then (laughs) that's going to wrap things up for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. In our next episode, we'll begin with the fears that can be found in Gates 32 and 50. If you'd like to see how the show, excuse me, if you'd like to see the show notes for today's podcast, You can find it on our website at www.alignandachievebydesign.com. The show notes will be listed under podcast episode two. If you'd like to join us as we continue to explore the human design fear gates, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks again and have a great day.
0: Thanks, everyone.